there is a picture today that I saw. It's of a brand new cancer, the brand new cancer and blood clinic. It is just opened at the Matter Hospital. It is state of the art. It is glass and it's shiny and it looks amazing. Except I noticed in the picture, outside the front door, there are people standing smoking. So they've lit up outside the front door. Now, you may be aware that HSC has now decided that nearly all of the hospitals around Ireland, not only are the hospitals themselves obviously smoke-free, but the whole, the entire campus. So once you turn into the grounds of any hospital, it is now a smoke-free zone. But a lot of people are ignoring it and just lighting up outside the door. So what I'm asking is tonight, should hospitals, should there be an allocated space where smokers can light up. Is that an appalling idea? Because people are doing it anyway and they're they're smoking right outside the door of a hospital. But should there be an allocated space where smokers can light up? If you want to get into this or if you've seen people smoking outside hospitals, uh, what's your opinion on this? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. The question, should hospitals have a space where smokers can actually light up? You can text yes or no as well to 53981. Should hospitals have le- actually have a space where smokers can light up? Derek, you're on 98 FM. How are you doing? Hi, Don. How are things? I'm very good, thanks. Um, good. D- Derek, what do you think? Should there be... Now, there used to be huts, but now hospitals are completely smoke-free campuses. So is is that a good move or is it is it just making people light up outside doors? Yeah, well, that's what's going to happen. And now, I'm a non-smoker. I never did smoke. Mm. But but that said, the um, people are just going to smoke if there's no area for... It'd be like a, a pub. There is a smoking area and people go out to it. Mm. Yet yeah, there is a, a few people that like to stand at the door and block the door and smoke and then blow the smoke at you when you're going in the door and all this crack, which I disagree with. Mm. I think that they should be made not smoke at the door. Um. Yeah, because, I mean, well, it's look... Uh, it's a horrible habit it's it's stinking um, and you are especially at a hospital you're you're somewhere where and it's you know it's kind of ironic that this brand new wing that's been opened in the matter it's it's oncology so it's a cancer and and, uh, a blood clinic and people are lighting up outside it is brand new it has just opened but there there used to be I know there used to be little huts outside Beaumont outside Vincent's all of that kind of stuff where people could go if they wanted to smoke. Should that be reintroduced or do you think it's just a backward step? No, uh, it's, it should be reintroduced um, because it has stopped the likes of people standing around at the doorways and having a smoke. So that, that, that end of it needs to stop. Uh, definitely, if there's an area where people can go over and, and smoke, I'm sure they're going to use that area. But because smoking is such a, an addictive thing, you, you can't just stop smoking just because you're there, you know what I mean? Well, I know for patients as well. Now, patients in hospitals, if if they smoke, um, and they're they're uh, you know they're, they're uh, staying in patient as such, they get addiction kind of counselling, and they get counselling on how to give up and the whole lot. Um, James Riley has said that he wants smoking to be so antisocial that nobody lights up in public anymore. He wants it to be basically that we feel like crim- criminals. Will that work? I mean, you can't smoke around a playground anymore, which is very good. Um, yeah. He wants beaches, I think, to be smoke-free as well. Um, is that the way forward, do you think? Well, it's certainly going to change people's perspective as, as to how they smoke and when they smoke. And it, and it is working. There is people that don't smoke anymore as a result of this, the social aspect of, particularly in the pubs, when they're socialising, they want to smoke. 
that was always kind of a habit. So they have reduced it considerably by by not being able to smoke in a pub. So that's just one uh, one one aspect of it. But yeah, I think if they introduce the fact that don't smoke here, don't smoke there, and and start reducing it down and reducing it, but there has to be somewhere for them to go. So do you think it's unfair then that, that hospitals themselves, you know, I mean, God, there are people in hospital with smoking-related illnesses, loads of them, but do you, do you think that there has to be somewhere? Do you think that it's fair to have a campus so the entire grounds of a hospital smoke-free, or is is it is that going too far? Well, certainly uh, to have the whole uh, grounds smoke-free, I think, is a bit, it's gone a bit too far. There has to be somewhere for them to go. People can't just stop smoking forever. So you think there has to be somewhere so they should row it back and actually because people are now smoking outside the front door. All right, listen, Derek, good talking to you. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Okay, the, the, what brought this up today, and that's where we're talking about it, there's a picture of the brand new, um, <clears throat> excuse me, cancer and blood clinic um, at the Matter Hospital. There was a big hurrah. It's been opened. It's glass. It is a, a, an impressive looking building. Except for one thing, in the photograph there are people outside smoking outside the hospital. So smoking is banned now outside outside a large radius of most hospitals. But people are still lighting up outside the door. There is no designated smoking area. So what I'm asking is, should hospitals actually have a space where smokers can light up? Obviously I'm talking about outdoors like huts or something like that. Should they bring that back in? Or not? 1850, 22, 98, 98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Lar, you're welcome to the show. How are you? How are you? Not too bad. Um, what do you think, Lar? Uh, I think it's just a joke, the whole thing. Like, um, I'm patient in hospital here now in Vincent's. Okay. And I do be in a good bit, like. Mm. And, uh, for, like, now before I go on about the story, I have to say it's very hard to police for the security guards. Because a lot of the time, like, there's some very good security guards working here and staff okay. that would ask people outside the doors, do you mind putting that out and to be told to F off, you know oh, what I mean? Really? Okay. So it's very hard. Now, and I understand that if somebody has somebody dying belong to them, they don't care about anyone else. They're going down, the first thing to think of is putting a smoke in the mouth, which is, I can totally understand that, you know? Mm. But, like, at the moment here now, they've got rid of, like, Vincent's have got rid of four disabled parking bays that were badly needed to put in um, to put in a smoking bay. That's the far end of the hospital, which a lot of the people, a lot of the patients that are smoking won't use it anyway because it's too far. Okay. Some of them are in wheelchairs and all that, and some of them are sick. They're not going to like. They're not going to walk all the way down there because the, I'm in the new say cystic fibrosis building now. Okay. Okay. And about twenty feet from the entrance of the building, there's two smokers. Uh, uh, Two areas, one area um, that leads out to Education Resource Centre. Okay. And the doors are constantly left open. So they're smoking just in, outside the door there. And the smoke is blown in onto the corridor where all the CF patients have to walk past. God, that's awful. And on oxygen and everything else. Like, and like I've been in rows nearly with people in here, like telling them themselves, I oh, shouldn't have to do that. Like, and this is a corridor that management walk past every day. And I've often looked at management when I'm there. I've often seen them and I'd look at them kind of and they just keep their head down and keep walking. Like, And on the other side of that, there, there is a little smoking area. Like, um, There's just literally a door and it's kind of blackened. The glass is all blackened. There's a little door they open and they say there's a seat there. Like, And literally it's in pretty much in the building, you might as well say. And it's not a designated smoking spot. Yeah, but they're saying, oh, it's not designated. They're not supposed to go there. But 
what happened was there was a stage here a few months ago where you had about six or seven people would go out at the same time. They all became friendly in here and they all smoked together. So they all go out at the same time outside the main door, which didn't look great. So they were yeah. told, oh, lads, look, at, uh, it doesn't look great here. So out of sight, out of mind, we'll tell them to go down there, like, so inside where, like, pretty much in the building, you might as well say, because the door is left open. So There's it is just... coming in the corridor. Well, then, I mean, is it a case that smokers are just selfish pigs, basically, if, you know, and I, I do get what you're saying. Look, I, I am a smoker. Uh, yeah. and people know that I am a smoker but <clears throat> excuse me if it says no smoking outside a hospital and I know when my dad uh, was dying last last year um, Beaumont Hospital became uh, the whole campus became no, no smoking but people were smoking lighting up outside the main door it yeah. was just it was unbelievable and like there is a certain amount of, like, of people just going oh I'm sick the world owes me a favour I'll smoke wherever I want and that's a, a big attitude problem with some of them. But there is a certain amount of people that just aren't thinking. Their minds are all over the place because if somebody, you know, they're after getting bad news themselves probably or a relation of theirs and the last, all they want to do is have a smoke and they're not thinking of anyone else. Now, you do have people that will, like I, I remember sitting out on a bench across, yeah. just across from the hospital, like, yeah. and then a fella, I'm on oxygen, and he fella sits down beside me and sparks up Oh, and you on oxygen? And, and I'm on oxygen. Should try to blow the two of us up. Like, oh, you know, and did you did you did you say that to him? I said, I just said, are you serious, buddy? I said, you're trying to blow us up here, like. And he had no idea and, that oxygen. And then he was looked up. at me and he called, oh Jesus, yeah, and he got up. Oh, but then I've, I've had it another day where you you be sitting just just like a, there's an area there I was sitting, and another fella sit down beside me, and I was the one who had to get up like and walk away, and that was my only sort of time of getting out of my room. Well, well, there. Well, the, well I'm going to put it out there because I mean you know alright I smoke I don't think I am a selfish smoker but there are people who because they smoke are mm. do not give a damn about anybody else um, would it is it affecting as, as a CF patient it, does it affect if there is smoke coming in definitely yeah because I mean we're walking past right there's a few of us a good few of us here and like at least 20 CFs will be walking past there on a regular basis and you could be walking but you get a, a smell of smoke coming out there one thing is going to happen, you're going to start coughing. Go into a, fo- a fit of coughing, oxygen sats drop, you know, everything. It's just, it's so bad. But in fairness, it's not up to the smokers, really. It's 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 whoever the management there who's trying to, like, police this, you know. And as I said, there's some great security guards in here that are trying their very best. But just but man- they can't... Management- management aren't playing ball with them like okay stay with like, me for a sec Lara I want to bring in I want to bring in Nicola on this we're talking about uh, the brand new unit that opened up in the matter and uh, the photograph I saw today with people smoking outside the main doors and I'm asking is it because there's no designated smoking spots outside hospitals uh, most hospitals the whole campus around the hospital is now smoke free should they should they actually have a place where smokers can light up? In other words, to take them away from the main door and take the smoke out of the hospital. 53981 is the text number 185022-9898. Now, you've heard Lars um, story there. Lars, stay with me, if you will, um, if you have the time. Nicola, hi, you're on 98FM. What do you think? Hi, John. Now, well, I'm an, I'd have been inpatient a lot now in telehospital. Okay. And I'm an ex-smoker. I stopped them two years ago. and But I still believe they should have a proper smoking room for smokers like uh, I've seen it like when I used to smoke we'd go outside there used to be a little hut to sit in and all like that and they knocked it down 
Now, the, the the one thing about that was then you'd have people coming along drinking in it and you'd have people coming along uh, with needles in it. Mm. Now, that, this is every hospital in, in Ireland, I suppose. Mm. But um, I, I still think, like, you know, the way I see it is there's people in hospital that are 60, 70 years of age and, like, God, they're barely able to make it down the stairs. I know they're in, like some of them are in there because of things to do with smoking. Yeah. But they say that's all they have left in their life. They have to few cigarettes, you know, and like in the winter, especially it's snowing around, they can't make it. Like there's two bus shelters, like kind of put up, but the bus shelter everybody has to walk by it coming into the hospital. So yeah. do you, do you think there should be? Do you think you 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 don't think there should be somebody somewhere inside no, the hospital? No, I well, I if it's a room that was that it wasn't going to affect the hospital full stop, like. Uh, yeah, like years ago, there used to be, you know, in Tala, in Crum, in. I think sure. Look, when when uh, years ago, when when I was in the Coombe Hospital, um, there there was actually smoking indoors. But I mean, nobody. I don't think anybody believes. On you know, five no, there was, one. Because I was I had an operation. I remember when I was sixteen. So that's gone back twenty one years ago. Mm. And I was in Harcourt Street Hospital, and there was a smoking room there for the parents. I know, you know, but I, I, time, I, I don't think anybody would, would agree with smoking indoors now, Nicola. No. But, but do you think that there should be there somewhere... There should be a designated, but it should be... Like, the way... You know, one thing I always found around wintertime was when the vomiting bug was in the hospital. Now, if I was in a ward, I was going out for my smoke. Now, visitors weren't allowed in. And I used to say to... You know, the nurse, I'd say, like... And some of them would agree. I'd say, I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. Yeah. So I'm going to be mixing with everybody outside and coming back into the ward with five other people. Yeah. So when I go out and come back in, you used to try and stop people coming in with a vomiting bug. So I'm going out, and the only place you can smoke is outside. So I'm going out, I'm going to be mixing with these people. Some of them could have the vomiting bug, and I'm bringing it back in. I know, but surely that is, that, as a smoker, that was that was your it choice. Was, was do you know what I mean? To go out, but when you're a smoker, you do these. And like, I heard you saying there earlier on that when you're in hospital, like you get help and I'll stop smoking. Yeah. You don't. You don't? No, you don't. I, I had had at least eight operations... Each time, do you smoke? Yes, I do. Uh, when I did, like, and do you smoke? Yes, I do. And, oh, well, we talked, you know, there's these things you can get and there's this thing you can get and that's the end of That's all I ever heard about it. I never got any help whatsoever to give up smoking. Do you agree with, um, I mean, Lar, you heard Lar's story and he has cystic fibrosis and he said, you yeah. know, that there are people who are just so selfish, Nicola, that they will they will blow smoke where there is a unit with, with people with cystic fibrosis. Oh, they, I, absolutely, and I've seen it myself, yeah. Like, I'd be like you, when I did smoke, I wasn't a selfish smoker. You know, I wouldn't smoke around kids, I wouldn't smoke, mm. like, even in the, like, I wouldn't be walking down the street, if I was having one around time waiting on the bus or something, I'd nearly hide it, kind of, I wouldn't have it on show, you know, that kind of Are way. you so glad now that you're off them, Nicola? Uh, yeah, yeah, don't know how I gave them up, but I did, and I'm off them two years now, but I still think that they should, like... You know, there still should be a place that they don't have to meet with people. I know Vincent's Hospital in Ireland smoke anywhere on the grounds. But you were saying, as Lara is saying, that people are smoking. They're smoking all over the place. Oh, Lara. yeah, they are. But, like, it's... I wouldn't... I like, the only place I'd know now would be Tala, and I've seen myself there. Like, the people that are there that are 60, 70, 80 years of age smoking. And you'd be talking to them when they're outside. Like, if, if any of my friends came in to visit and I'd go outside when they were going for smoke to get a bit of air... Like Larwood, you know, and there'd be people smoking all around, and they say, you know, you know, smoking at the front door, no smoking here. There's an announcement saying it constantly, like no smoking, no smoking, no smoking. But there's always going to be people there because they can't either 
Well, what should I, I suppose five three nine five three ninety eight one as well as the text number or eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight. Lara, do you think just to bring you back in before we go to break? Do, do you think that there should be bigger penalties then for people who light up outside a <coughs> hospital, literally outside the door of a hospital? Um, yeah, but again, it's just impossible to police, like you know. Um, and I definitely think there should be an area for people to smoke. I wouldn't say that. And and the also the other thing of it is, if someone's up on a ward. And there might be psychiatric psychiatric problem. Mm. If they don't get a smoke, they're going to kick off, and there's going to be trouble upon that ward. Like I've often seen care assistants bring them down to that area, right? And I do be looking at them, going, "Are you serious? Like you're bringing them down to where we have to walk past, you know?" But you know, it's, again, it's impossible to please. But and you know, it's just people are coming from this unit also to go down there and smoke. So they're not going to go to the far end of the hospital where Vincent's have put their new the new smoking area. Right, right. They're just not going to go down there. Some of them aren't well enough to go down there. Eliza, how are you? Hello, Joan. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Um, what do you think? Now, uh, what do I think? I think smoking is an addiction and some people smoke. So I think um, certain things have to be put in place if they smoke. But I think it's terribly important that it's put... I think in Australia it's 300 metres from the actual hospital. It has to be way from the front door and away from the hospital wards and away from any entrances that people have a designated place to smoke but it must be discreet and well ventilated but certainly not near the front door or not near any ward entrance. Um, Now I mean Nicola was saying you know back in the day there were smoking rooms in hospitals and I know that uh, I know that myself and they were even in they were even in um, in maternity hospitals but which seems bizarre now in hindsight um, what do you think about people who light up outside the main entrance to a hospital because people do it now I strongly disagree with it but I think it has to be enforced I think it absolutely because they put all these what they call the ashtrays or you know the things for the butts all around the front doors I mean they should be removed and it should be actually enforced I mean the the plastic bags were enforced several other laws were enforced I think it needs to be enforced but people still well you'll see you'll still see people buying plastic bags but as Lara said you know Lara's a cystic fibrosis patient of Vincent's he said you know he goes through an area where there is smoke all of the time and he said the security men in fairness to them ask people to put out their cigarettes and they are told unceremoniously where where to shove it you know so yeah 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 but I think that it has to be enforced at a national level you know you can do some things in some hospitals and some things in other hospitals I think kind of there has to be a very we have to take smoking very seriously and the damage it does to our health and many people I mean I'd be careful about saying this you know it is one of the things that causes cancer of the lungs Mm. you know it really is very very smoking is a very serious addiction and certainly I certainly feel that it should be controlled in hospitals you know really restrict it do you think though i mean james riley wants every hospital in the country to be a smoke-free campus um by by 2015 and in that regard as i said last year when my dad was in hospital um and smoking there was a smoking area 
around Bowmount, but when they made it a smoke-free campus, everybody started smoking outside the main door, so it nearly defeated the purpose. That's right, that's right. I think it's very difficult to make... But again, I mean... If something, if a rule is made and not implemented, if it's implemented, it will happen. But if it's, I mean, if people know they're going to a hospital campus and they cannot smoke, they'll smoke before they go there. Okay, so you think, and if you are a smoker and you happen to be in, in just uh, as an inpatient in hospital, tough, get over it until you leave. I think so, I think so. And I kind of, I certainly know people, uh, some one or two people who were in hospital and actually because they didn't have the availability of place to go to smoke. They actually gave up smoking when they came out. You know, they never took it up again. They got over their withdrawal symptoms while they were there, and they didn't actually take it up again. So, in fact, it's good practice. Okay. All right, Eliza, good point. Very good. Thank you very Bye. much. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 53981 is the text number. Um, or give me a call. 1850-22-9898. Are smokers dirty, selfish, and really do not care about anybody but themselves. 53981, because we've heard Lara, uh, I'm, I, and I was actually shocked as a cystic fibrosis patient that he said people were smoking all around him. He had an oxygen tank and somebody lit up beside him on a bench. Uh, Paul, you're on 98 FM. How are you doing? John, how are you? Good, thanks. What do you think? Um, I think you can't make social outcasts of smokers, John. Um, but I suppose, you know, as a, as a smoker, if I want to smoke in my own garden, I can. If I want of to course. smoke outside a shop, I suppose I can. If I want to smoke in a playground, I can't. And if I want to smoke outside a hospital, really, I can't. Yes, but Joan, if you remember about, um, what was it, about six months ago, mm. there was supposedly, uh, they were trying to bring in legislation where you couldn't smoke in the park. That's right, but that, that, that is going to come in. Well, I mean, they're going absolutely bonkers with the law here, John. Like, I'm an ex-smoker. I smoke four packs a day. I was dedicated. I love my nicotine. Yeah. I don't smoke at all now. Okay. But the thing is, when they brought the law in, it was a brilliant idea to stop smoking in restaurants, pubs, the workplace. Brilliant idea. It it gave us all a smoke-free environment to enjoy our food. Well, we, g- we, we gave it. We gave out stink though at the time. We said that's disgraceful. But it oh, actually, it actually got people off cigarettes. It helped. It helped to get people off cigarettes. But I mean, if you go anywhere, Joan, I mean, you know the we say the Cullochartain area. You know it very well. Mm. If you go to the Astro Club up Cullock Lane, mm. there is a smoking balcony outside of the actual club. Right. And that does be like a. What would you call it? An Just opium then? Really? Like a, yeah. yeah, you're battling through the fog. Right, right. You know, okay, we all know smoking is an antisocial habit. Mm. We know it's bad for you. Mm. The reason I gave them up was I knew they were bad for me. I, 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 I copped on to myself, mm. probably not early enough mm. for the amount of smoking. Mm. But for anyone who never smoked, most of the people who are pontificating about cigarette smoke and nicotine harm are non-smokers. They well, no. don't know what it's like to be addicted to nicotine. Well, no, Lar, and he's not, he's actually not, he never gave out about smokers. He said there should be a dedicated place, but what he said is it's awful as a cystic fibrosis patient I, that, that smoke is blown in through a corridor where he is a patient in Vincent's. It's awful. I, 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 I would agree. I mean, certainly around somebody who's using an oxygen bottle. I mean, we all know mm. the effects of a spark and oxygen. We're, we're talking about a big bang. Um, Bowman Hospital, uh, by the rule, they're saying no smoking on the campus. Yeah. 
So that means you either go out to St. Luke's Church or you go out to the Kilmore Road. That's it, yeah. That's, and, you, and, and your car is not a private area either once you're parked yeah, uh, within yeah. within the car park. You can't smoke in your car yeah, Well, well the, the, the car park, of course, is in a closed area. So mm. with being in a closed area, you can't smoke in that. But like I say, John, you can't make social outcasts of people who have a habit. No, I agree and, with you, but but why do people... 53981, by the way, is the text number, or uh, you can call me 1850 Paul, you send us if you're on a motorbike. Um, I'm, is, I'm, I'm actually out walking, John. You're out walking, good man. With, good <laughs> man. Um, why do smokers insist on lighting up outside a hospital? It's it's the... the I mean, you, you know from being a smoker, John. I know from being an ex-smoker. Mm. It's, it's that nicotine call. You have to have a cigarette. You know, you need a cigarette. Or I mean, is, it, is, it, is it just being selfish? Uh, no. I mean, that's the addiction. You're addicted yeah. to nicotine. You must have a cigarette then and there. I mean, I, I, I look at smokers coming to the top of the rank where I work. Mm. And before they get into my car, they'll have five or six pulls of a cigarette. Mm. One after the other. Without so- even... Without I, even exhaling. I know, sucking the guts out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll, they'll get into the car and they might, if it's a, a, an oddity nowadays, a long journey, halfway through the journey, they might turn around and say to you, can I leave up? Yeah. And of course you have to say, no, yeah. it's a taxi, it's against the law. Yeah. But this is the addiction, whether they're in a taxi or outside a hospital, it's the nicotine saying to them, I must have another hit. All right, stay, stay with me. I want to bring John in at this. 53981 if you want to react to Paul, who's an ex-smoker, but knows about the addiction. And we're talking about smoking outside hospitals. It is it is possibly worse now because hospitals are, are smoke-free campuses. Should people have a space where, where they can light up a cigarette? 53981. Just let me bring in John. Uh, Paul, John, you're welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hey, John. Hey, Paul. Um, How are what, you doing, John? What do you think, John? Well, personally speaking, I don't think a hospital campus should have smoke at full stop. Mm. Now, as, as as I already said numerous times, I don't smoke, mm. so I don't I, I don't understand the, the craving because I've never had it. So I can understand where people are coming from. But at the end of the day, John, my belief is, as you know, with the kidney transplant as well, you're in hospital to get better. You're yeah. going into hospital, and I know you know I know you know relatives have gone through all this. You're you're in there to get better. How are you getting better if you're sticking the smoke in your face, John? Well, it, you know, it, it, I it don't looks, have a nicotine oil, so no, I, I can't know. understand it. You know what I mean? I've never smoked. I took a, I took a drag of a smoke. Uh, what am I? Forty-eight, probably about thirty years ago. Mm. Probably a little bit longer. I coughed up a kidney, and I says, "Right, I'll never do that again." Yeah, and I didn't. And you just well, here, but here, here's the thing, and I want to put this to, to Paul as well. Paul, when I get on, when I get on a flight. I know that I can't smoke. I, you know, I, I can't smoke for maybe two hours, four hours, six hours, right? Now, if you are visiting a hospital, you might be there for an hour or two, maximum. Um, yeah. If I was to light up a cigarette on a flight, I would be arrested and I, or the plane would come down, uh, you know, they, they would turn back or I would be brought to the nearest, uh, the nearest airport and I would be arrested. So, you know, it, it is... You, you, you take your chances when you get on a flight. You know you're not going to light up because you're not allowed and there are very strict penalties for I lighting up on a cigarette. So should those should those same penalties be outside hospitals? Well, I, I think with the flight situation, John, and this is from my own personal experience mm. going back years ago when I did mm. smoke. And I mean, as I say, I was dedicated. I, I would smoke 10, maybe 20 cigarettes in the airport. Right. 
before, and that might be, that might be only God, you two and a half hours before a flight, like, you your know. Your chest must have been in a heap. And a total rag, you know, it was, I was in a mess. Yeah. Hands on out walking, I'm probably a bit of a, out of breath. But, no, um, no, you're fine, go on. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think everyone has the ability to psych themselves up mm. for a certain period of time. So if you're flying from Dublin to Malaga, yeah. you know it's a two and a half hour flight. Mm. And I think everyone has that ability to psych themselves up for two and a half hours. Right, I can't smoke. But you look at the, that when that flight touches down, they don't even wait for their cases. Their partner or whoever is left waiting for the cases. And they're gone. No, I know that. But can you not wait until you get into your car or you go out to get a bus or whatever or a taxi and, and just go outside, outside the campus of a of a hospital and then light up? Or should, do you I, think then, do you think that they should, there should be a space brought back in where smokers can, can smoke? Why not, why not just put a gazebo up? I mean, uh around the back of the car park or something in, in Balmount. I'm not too sure of the geography of uh, Tala Hospital, etc. Right. Uh, around the back of the, the car park in Balmount, a gazebo and say, okay, that's where you smoke, not at the front door, patients included. Right. And get them, you know, therefore, they're still away from the hospital area, but okay, they're still on the campus. But in a gazebo, they could be maybe less visible as mm. such. You know. All right, we were having we're having a big reaction actually to what is going on in Vincent's hospital. Um, John and Paul, for now, good talking to the two of you. You think John? Finally, you think? Thanks, thank you, Paul. You think John that um, it should be banned from from smoking people basically anywhere near a hospital? John, I, I'm going to get slapped for this fact today. I think anywhere in public. And if you, you want to smoke, you smoke in private. In okay, all right. I'll be linked for that. No, you won't. Yeah, no, you won't. If you want to come at 53981, thanks a lot, John. Uh, Shane, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Um, now, Shane, you have had experience with your, your girlfriend has cystic fibrosis, does she? Yeah, indeed, yeah. And what, what, have you, what have you seen? Pretty much uh, when this whole uh, issue came up in the hospitals, the Vincent's, uh, mm. they replied to it was to take four disabled spots away and put in a smoking hut. I've heard about this, yeah. So four of the disabled parking, were they in a very bad place, Shane? They're, when you come into Vincent's Hospital, you've got, uh, was there three at the old entrance? You've got four on each side on the main route at the entrance of the hospital. Mm. And then round the back, you have another, I think it's another 11. Mm. Now, four of them have to be taken away. Mm. The day we, the day I actually put a photo up on your Facebook page there. Right, okay. Of it. And the day um, I took that picture, there were six cars waiting for a space. All disabled drivers. And they they put a hut up there. Why do you think that Vincent's Hospital put the hut up there? Was it was it that it was such a problem? I think because where the new unit is now for for the CF unit. Um, basically, when you come out of that, you, when you come out of the unit to walk down into the old part of the hospital, there was a door on the left hand side and an exit to the right hand side where the library was, where yeah. everybody smoked. Right. Now, when you walk past there, the doors open automatically, so all the smoke is coming in. Okay. Now, I know a lot of the CF patients, including mm. myself and my girlfriend, complained about it because the fact that CF patients can't walk through clouds of smoke because it's hard enough for them to breathe as it is. Okay. So they complained about that, and I think that was the management's response. Right, well, look, we'll, we'll take it away from the unit, but we're going to take four to save spots off you. And Lars said it's still happening, but do, do you agree... <sighs> with me I suppose who's saying you know smokers are just absolutely selfish and if they feel that they want to light up that they will just do it no matter no matter where if, if they want a cigarette they will just do it 
Yeah, and I did it myself. I smoked for I smoked for over ten years myself, forty a day. And I'm after three and a half years now, and I did that. Yeah. If I wanted to smoke, I just went and I had to smoke, and I didn't care who was around who well, did it. What 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 about what Paul is saying as a next smoker? He's saying, you know, uh, and my argument was that if you're on a flight, you can't smoke, and you don't, you can't, and you don't because you will be arrested. Do tougher sanctions then need to be brought in, Shane? Yeah, they do, and but like Lars said, it's very hard to police because with with to say the culture that you have in Ireland at the moment, it's very easy to tell someone to f off, and you just what they walk away like security. Like pretty much protect the hospital. They don't have any right to put their hands on anybody around the area to tell them to stop smoking. They can't take smokes off them because with the with the situation we have now is that it's very easy to sue someone. Right. right. And I'd say that's what the hospital are very wary of. So that's why they're after bringing in this whole thing now, where you know we'll put in the smoking note, even though everywhere in the hospital at the entrance over a PA system says this is a smoke-free campus, and that's the thing. Everybody, that's the thing we. It over us. The fact it's a smoke-free campus, but yet we're giving you somewhere to smoke. That, that is that is quite bizarre. And I know they were going to. Um, uh, <coughs> I know they were going to introduce uh, like a t- not a tannoy system, but they were going to put in some kind of a noise outside the rotunda because they didn't want. And as you know, if you drive up past the rotunda and you see pregnant women smoking, it just looks horrendous. Yeah. Uh, we know, uh, you know, some pregnant women smoke, but you don't really want to be seeing it. But. Uh, they were going to put in some kind of a sound that made it unpleasant for you to stand there, but it, they decided against it. Um, well, sure, they, they did that with uh, teenagers outside McDonald's, and sure that didn't work either. So, is are sanctions the way? Do you think what what uh, James Riley is trying to do is is the right way? He wants to make it completely antisocial. He wants to ban it from beaches, parks, uh, playgrounds. It's now banned from all playgrounds, obviously. But um, is that the way forward, or do you have to? Do you have to provide somewhere for people to smoke, do you think? Well, look, at the end of the day, if they're selling, if they're selling cigarettes legally, they need to make somewhere for people to smoke. It's like over in America, you can't, you can't be a certain distance from the front door of a building to smoke. Like, do you know what I mean? It's illegal to smoke in front of a building. So that's the thing I can't understand here is that, you know, they aren't pressing the fact that, you know, you have patients coming in out of the entrance of a hospital. In Vincent's, they actually stand at the front door and smoke. Same same in Beaumont and the same, obviously, in this new oncology cancer uh, clinic at the Matter, there's people standing smoking. Listen, uh, Shane, regards to your girlfriend and yourself, good talking to you. No problem, thanks for Thanks a lot, thanks Shane. Five, f- thank you, 53981. So Vincent signed up to this 2009, Vincent's Hospital. It is a no-smoking or a non-smoking campus and yet they have provided a smoking hut. They've taken away four disabled parking spots to give a smoking spot. And what, what I'm asking is, should hospitals, should they have a space where smokers can actually light up instead of smoking? People smoking outside the main entrance to a hospital. 53981 or 1850 22 98 98. Anne, how are you? Hi, Joan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. So, um, what's your situation? Tell me. Um, well, I'm a smoker, not proud to be one, but I am, unfortunately. Um, but in St. James's Hospital, which this night a year ago, my mum is a year dead tomorrow, um, it became my second home for 10 days. Right. We're keeping a vigil with her. And when you, uh, when you go in the main door, and turn to your right around by the reception desk and to your left again. There's a like, little shed. It's nothing glamorous. It's four tin walls and an open roof, and that's for the smokers to go to. Right. And you're not be, you're not getting into trouble with security men. You're not like everyone that's in it. We're all smokers. Now, right, it doesn't smell too good, but not which one of us? 
do, you know, being a smoker. But it's it's nice to see, well, I won't mean it's nice to see, you see people coming down in wheelchairs, clutches their legs and pins or whatever, or people that is actually keeping a vigil with their seat, your loved ones. And you know and I know, at three or four o'clock in the morning, you can't go sleep. you got maybe a cup of tea or a cup of coffee in your hand, and you're really dying for that cigarette, yeah. and you're going down. You're in a, a shed with no roof on it, but it becomes your second home. And you can have a cigarette and you're not in trouble with anybody. Have smokers, do you think, been completely, are they, and I mean, Paul said, as an ex-smoker, he hasn't smoked in, in two and a half years, he said smokers are now social pariah, that they're like, we're like outcasts, and he thinks it's unfair. Yes, we are, and I've got to admire that chap, considering that he smoked so many, you know, and he's still, and, and, and the lady, the previous lady that he had on a couple of calls that, is two years off the cigarette. Eliza. No, not Eliza, yeah. sorry, no, Eliza. Uh, Nicola, was it? Yes. Yeah. Um, she was a lady, well, they're all ladies. She was a lady, um, because for someone that's off cigarettes now, she's not an anti-smoker. She understands where a smoker comes from, mm. you know, and... But like is, there, is there a selfishness, Anne, about smoking? Is there, you know... Well, um, there is, uh, Joan, there is definitely a selfishness, because you see, like, a lot of them, and I see in St. James... I, well, I dealt with St. James most of the time. Yeah. And um, you go outside the main door, um, you'd hear the, the announcement going over and over and over. It was a non-smoking area. And I was one of the brazen ones, too, that would spark up. You know, and then security man would walk over to you. The chap was only doing his job, and you go, oh, for God's sake. You know? But the chap was, was within his rights. But I thought I was within my rights. Like, how dare you tell me to move on? Now, I wouldn't say it to him, because I'd be afraid he'd radio through with the police. But you'd walk over maybe to the, near the nurse's home in St. James's Hospital. But God love me, he'd still be eyeballing you because he had to. Yes, yeah. You know, but I felt, you know, does he not know how I'm feeling? Does somebody sick belong to me in there? When the chap was only trying to do his job. Absolutely, but should there be then? As I said, if you go on a long flight as a smoker, you know, you don't, you, you don't do light up. You have yeah. to do without. So, should there be tougher rules? Do you think if you're not allowed to smoke, there are, you know, uh, there, there there are no exceptions to the rule. You just can't smoke. Yeah, there should be tougher rules. There really should be. You know, unfortunately, I will get myself probably arrested someday. But, like, I, I just tell you quickly, Joan, I was standing in O'Connell Street one day. Um, I live in Dremel, I was waiting on the one, two, three, and I sparked up. Mm. As you do, you're waiting on the bus, sparked up a cigarette. There was a gentleman behind me and he hit me on the shoulder and he said, put it out. No, not because he was a non-national, I'm not mm. being racist, right? And mm. um, I looked at him, you know, for a split second, you're not thinking, and I put the cigarette out. Yeah. And then I'm sort of going, well, you know, I was giving out to myself on the bus, how dare he? I know. You know, yeah. the whole lot. But it's over and done, but now it happened and it happened, you know. So and I suppose really some, people, some people just hate it so much, Anne, and I can understand how they do, but look, there you go. Listen, <laughs> yeah. listen good good talking to you, and I hope, you your, hope your day is okay tomorrow. Please, God. Okay, thanks, John. All right, God see you, Anne. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, a couple of your messages. Someone gave out to me when I was smoking outside the hospital. My sister was dying, but I couldn't have given a crap what they thought. At that moment, a cigarette and a piece of headspace was all that I needed. Uh, we also got a call from Christine saying, I don't think this should be a place for people to smoke at hospitals. I know that people will talk about stress. My mother has emphysema and I don't think that you realise how disgusting this is unless you have seen a disease like this. Letting people smoke on hospital grounds is taking a step backwards. Uh, another one, smokers are brainwashed into thinking they enjoy them. No bans will stop the majority. We hate ourselves for smoking anywhere, but will um, still do it. It is a powerful addiction, says a texter.